Hi, I'm T. And I'm M. Welcome to Swing Hearts, the podcast for sweethearts turned swingers. Join us on our journey as we share our true stories, useful tips, and all the crazy experiences as a young couple in the lifestyle. First off, we want to thank you for listening wherever you're from, whatever your interests are. That's actually what brings us to starting this podcast, is some of our interests have kind of changed over the years. That's an understatement. (laughs) Actually, we should probably tell our listeners how we... uh started you and i our relationship not necessarily the lifestyle so going on 10 years now just years just a couple months ago whole decade whole decade (laughs) whole decade so uh we've definitely been through our ups and our downs and a lot of different things throughout our relationship uh sexually and physically Uh, emotionally yeah and we also want to point out um we're gonna keep their names hidden for privacy but we do have kids and i've noticed not a lot of people um in the lifestyle that i speak to are open about that um and we just wanted to relate our struggles with trying to balance normal everyday vanilla life with our lifestyle so t and i Oh my goodness, we go way back. Uh, Going on 10 years now, 2012. (laughs) Uh, Things were a lot different back then. But we met in junior high. Junior high, talked all the way through to your freshman year. Yeah, and we dated a few people in between then, uh, a few different people. And we finally got together my freshman year summer. And the rest is history. Thus, the sweethearts turned swingers. <laughs> so we should probably back up a little bit before we get into, you know, the lifestyle stuff and talk about what got us to that point. Um, definitely a lot of crazy fantasies in our younger days. We have been through a lot in 10 years, so... Uh, the sex has always been great, but it's also always been changing. Definitely always been changing. I remember when we first got together, and <laughs> at TMI probably, but well, who am I kidding? This is like a podcast about sex and swinging and all things fun. But uh, you fucked me when I was bent over for the first time, and I swore I was never going to do it again because it hurts so <laughs> I'm pretty sure you almost cried. I'm pretty sure I did too. The drama. The drama. Didn't think I was ever getting pussy again. (laughs) That was the struggle, right? But now look at us. Things have come a long way. Uh, Mostly. Before you liked being recorded. Yeah. Before you liked doing things in public. Yeah. Never would have done that before. Now they're kind of uh, your forte, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You do good on camera. I love it. It's so sexy to me. But but I think the biggest thing that has come so far is our communication. Because, you know, when you're young, there's a lot more insecurities. And you're afraid of your partner judging you. And I just don't feel like you're as open as you could be. And that's one thing that the lifestyle has really done for us is open up our mind and open up our hearts and 
really made us more understanding of each other and the things that we both desire and just human desires and natural. Yeah. So I think I realized, you know, uh, pretty early on in our relationship that, you know, you did have some things that you favored. You want to talk about that? Uh, definitely had some fetishes, some lingerie fetishes, and I definitely liked you on video. Yeah. And in 2012, we're talking like old iPhones. What generation would that even be? <laughs> Really, really shitty quality videos. I I probably had no business doing them, but, you know, I was fun. We did. did. And we we started off uh, back then doing some public stuff, but it was more, it was a lot more safe. It was just like in the car or in the park. Late at night. Late at night, yeah. Stuff that really wasn't comfortable. Um, Dumb trouble. (laughs) Dumb trouble, yeah. Uh, And then as we grew, we just started talking more and more. And it was was about, what, year six-ish that we were together when we started having other talks. Um, Bringing in the idea of adding thirds to our sex life. Yeah, so, I mean, I guess I should probably tell that part, right? (laughs) Well, I mean, I'm a guy. Uh, The idea of adding a third to our sex life was always there. (laughs) That's fair. Uh, Well, honestly, we've been asked a lot the uh, infamous burning question, who brought up the lifestyle? And I never know quite how to answer that because uh, I would kind of say it's a group project, right? Uh, It started when I conveyed to T that I was having some feelings about women. Um, I was finally ready to talk about it openly. He never once judged me. He was amazing and completely accepted me and was so happy that I felt comfortable, you know, sharing that with him. It was definitely something that excited me. Uh, It also made me a little bit curious. Um, I didn't know how something like that was supposed to play out. What that mean for our relationship? Yeah, Um, after I, you know, let him know that I was bisexual, it kind of sparked a lot of conversations in our relationship, Um, and the first question, like T mentioned, was, so what now? Like, how can a married woman be bisexual, and why come out if she's already married? I think there's a big misconception that a married or partnered woman can't be bisexual if they're with a male partner. Uh, I think that's bullshit, and I'm here to end that idea for anyone who might still think that their feelings are invalid. After I came out to T, we started thinking about what we really wanted. Um, we had been together for six years at that point, and we were each other's first and only sexual partner. So this was this was a lot to take in at first. Um, the Sex was never, ever boring with us, but this was brand new territory, and it it brought it up to a whole new level. Our sex kind of naturally just evolved and changed over time. New fantasies had been unlocked. New curiosities had, def- curiosities had definitely been peaked. <laughs> I'm sorry. Keep going. New curiosities. New curiosities had been peaked. A whole new world had opened up to us. And we were definitely eager to explore that. Yeah. 
So funny story, and this sounds so, so awkward and cheesy, and I just cringe every time I remember it. Um, but basically, we decided to go to Universal City Walk. You know, we were very, I, I guess I would say, ignorant Young to what any naive. of this meant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> very, yeah, very naive, I would say. So we decided to go to City Walk with the intention of, like, picking up a woman and possibly bringing her back to our room with us. Uh, terrible idea, you know. <laughs> I don't think we even knew how to uh, make that approach at that point, or if it was even okay to make that approach at that point. Definitely new territory for us and uh, something that was a little bit nerve-wracking. I think we were really immature at that time because we definitely had not spoken too much about boundaries and it I'm glad that things ended up the way that they did. So we ended up visiting this adult store before our plans to go to, you know, Universal City Walk. And it's called Fairway Villa. It's in Orlando. While we're in there, we're getting super sexy lingerie. It's actually where I got one of my absolute favorite skirts. Uh, it's like this blue schoolgirl skirt that I absolutely love. And I have posted in it. If you follow any of our socials, it is seriously so cute. Anyways, <laughs> while we were checking out, we see these giant TVs advertising what's called Secrets Hideaway um, behind the register. They also had some pamphlets. So we grabbed one, you know, of course, we were curious and Probably. went to the car, though, to read it. <laughs> Uh, probably Googled it, made sure it was something that was legit, because it definitely seemed like something that was unbelievable to us. Yeah. Uh, we honestly thought... I'm going to add a flag. Yeah, we even called to make sure it wasn't some super, like, private thing for celebrities or, you know, people with lots of money. We had no idea. We literally had no idea Again, what we were about to walk into. To us. Yes. It honestly sounded too good to be true, though. I mean, a place where you can walk around naked. <laughs> that was our first encounter with the lifestyle, and it didn't take long for us to see that it was definitely something we were interested in yeah so needless to say we ended up visiting that night um and i believe the theme was 90s night right i do believe um i don't think we did anything that night but i do <laughs> think uh we observed a lot oh yes yeah. so our first time at secrets we didn't play uh we were nervous as heck it was a little bit awkward. <laughs> I had to talk to a couple people at the bar. But, yes, yeah. Um, definitely didn't approach anybody in the way that we intended to. Mm -hmm. And I didn't, I had no idea how to dress. It, it was seriously brand new to us. So I want to kind of give a little bit of a background of what Secrets actually is. Um, it is a lifestyle resort, a fabulous one in our home away from home, right? Definitely a place that we feel very comfortable when we go there. And we've made lots of friends um, a few years, the few years that we've been in now. Yeah, it's been about three and a half years, I would mm. say. And that's where it all started. Yeah. So maybe, oh, I want to lay out this layout really quick before we dive into, you know, our first experience in a little bit. 
All right, so after you walk into the lobby, you walk through, um, in order to get to all the fun spots, you are going to walk straight past security. Uh, everything feels very secure. Everybody has been so friendly that we've met there. Um, you're going to see this really cool pool right when you walk in the door. Right now, it is their smaller pool. They're actually working on construction for a larger pool is what we've heard through the grapevine. Mind you, all that we're talking about now is our first experience, and they have upgraded so many times through the past few years. Yes. So you walk in, there's the pool, there's two hot tubs, there's a tiki bar, there's... Uh, so much cool shit. I mean, and I think we headed straight to the bar. Yeah, straight to the bar to get those, you know, nerves calmed down that first day. Yeah, when you walk in, it can be pretty intimidating at first. Uh, there's girls giving head on the side of the pool and people fucking anywhere and everywhere. And uh, it's, like I said, intimidating, but it's also really interesting too liberating i would say liberating that's liberating. a good way to put it yeah nobody's judging anyone like there are people of all sizes uh all ages there all ethnicities it is seriously such an inclusive place definitely i will say we've had a little bit more run-ins with people older than us we're a little bit younger in the lifestyle but that hasn't changed anything it just means we get to experience a lot of it yeah once you make it past the pool and the bar and you've gotten a few drinks in you um you can make it to the club which is the only place that you do have to have some things covered just because they serve alcohol but that makes it even more fun which is really great in there that's probably the coolest place in there being in florida you're going to want to spend some time in there getting your drinks and some air conditioning mm-hmm Right next to that, they have a little cafe. Or was that there when we first went? Or is that there I now? Think so I think no, I think it's been there. I don't think we utilized it when we were first there. I don't think we noticed it was there. It's <laughs> definitely something that's come in handy over the years. Yeah, we kind of tend to forget to eat when we're there because I mean we're just caught up in having so much fun. And you know what? That's exactly what happened is we skipped right over the cafe because yeah. right next to that is the playroom. <laughs> the playroom, the infamous playroom, and um, what is now called Club Swingster right next to that, which is... Yes, um, that has upgraded exponentially. Mm-hmm. More of the BDSM kink kind of family. I don't want to speak too much on that because I'm not super familiar with it yet. That's one part we have not... Um, made our way fully into yet we've definitely explored it but it changes so much and it's been upgraded so much that we haven't been able to keep up yeah but i know it is run by some pretty great people so when you go into the playroom it's very safe very secure you have to give them your id for a locker well at least at this time well, you, you did to, yeah and then you go and put your clothes in um, you can't bring any phones, any cameras, or anything like that, which is very great. Some people want to be private. Um, others don't want to be so private. I guess that's what the playroom's for. Yes, for sure. But definitely recording is not allowed there. And there's no worries about it because everyone kind of has to strip down and put all of their things, like you said, in a locker. So that made me feel extra safe because I used to have a career where... I could not be, you know, seen in this sort of space, 
which is really a shame. But... It really is. <clears throat> so all of our stuff is um, in our locker, and we're walking in there wrapped in our tiny towels. Tiny towels, okay? Like I'm, I'm thick. I've got curves. This towel, it might as well have not been there. <laughs> Which worked out for me. Yeah, well, a couple people there did, I think. So we walk into the playroom, and holy cow, we were amazed. There was a giant group play bed. There's individual rooms with doors. There's, you know, windows that you can watch if you're into voyeurism. And I think they had a glory hole. Yeah. They had a big theater screen in the back that was playing porn. Oh, and the we forgot to mention right when you walk in, the giant shower. The group shower. Mm-hmm. The group shower. It is so big. It's really useful to go in there and uh, rinse off when you're done with everything. Yeah, or sure. to have some fun in there oh. before you get started. <laughs> I do want to talk really quick about the cleanliness because that is a big thing that people ask me about. Yeah, they've always been clean there. I have not had any problems the whole time we've been. Any experiences with all of our rooms? Well, I mean, I think I mean the playroom. So, in the playroom, people kind of wonder what the dynamic is. They're like, what? We're going to have an orgy and then somebody else is going to come in after us and have another orgy? Or have a threesome? Or, you know, squirt all over the place? Like, you know, why would I go in there? It is actually very sanitary. (laughs) Everyone kind of gets their own sheets to lay down on the beds. The beds are made of sort of like this plastic, almost like hospital sofa type material. They're made easy to sanitize. Easy to sanitize. And then everyone gets their own clean sheets. When you're done, you clean up, you put them in their dirty laundry, and that's that. So everything is, you know, contained to your area. (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely been really safe, and uh, we, like we said, feel really comfortable there. Yes. I would say that um, even though we did go in the playroom that night, we did play with each other a little bit. Um, We maybe caught eyes with a couple of people, but uh, we we weren't ready to... (laughs) We were not ready to make that jump that quickly. Uh, either of us, I don't think. We we definitely checked in with each other a lot. A lot of eye contact, a lot of body language reading, a lot of like, are you okay? Am um, I okay? <laughs> yes, definitely a lot of feeling each other out and uh, definitely feeling out the room and the environment. Yes, but we did have sex on the group bed. We were adventurous. Yep, we sure did do that and it was amazing. Yes, but like I said, th- that was just us two having sex around people. I shouldn't say just, because when you are getting into the lifestyle, that is, I think, like, a lot of people's big first step, having sex in front of other people. Yeah, that is a good point. Um, some people, most people, have never been watched or had sex in a room with anybody else. That's a good starting point, is doing it with your partner, who you're comfortable with, Getting a little bit uncomfortable, but, you know, as you guys probably see from our social media, it gets, it gets good. (laughs) It does. We have a lot of fun. But that's not to say that it was easy at first. So, we went down there with the intention looking for women, correct? Yep. 
And on the drive back, we definitely had some conversations, and one of them that was brought up was the idea of bringing other men into our sex life. Um, If I could play with other women and she could play with other women, was she interested in playing with other men? And... I was. (laughs) (laughs) So I'd say our first experience was actually with a man, a good friend of mine. Um, he actually came through for us, and what would you call that? So our first experience in the lifestyle was actually an MFM. Even though we went seeking girls, it was a little bit easier to get one of my friends on board. Yeah, I think that is definitely something that is a big you know, topic of discussion is... Um, the unicorn. You're going to hear the unicorn. that definitely throughout this podcast and anything lifestyle related that you end up researching. Uh, if you're not familiar what a unicorn is, it is a single female in the lifestyle. Um, and a lot of people who are just starting out in lifestyle are only seeking a unicorn or a woman from a married couple. But they don't want the male. Just I the even, woman. I wouldn't even say starting out. There's a lot of people that strictly, s- strictly seek, unicorns. seek unicorns. Which is fine. Yeah, there's definitely nothing wrong with that. But like I said, the conversation went in that direction. If we were going to involve women, is it possible to involve men? Is that something she was interested? I mean... I was interested. It definitely became <laughs> a fantasy of mine. The way she turns when there's two men involved definitely gets me going. I love being spoiled. What can I say? Um, doesn't every woman. And every woman <laughs> deserves to be spoiled, as they should. And I think the lifestyle has been great to you in that aspect. It takes a lot, I think, you know, for the male to let go. Like, it takes a lot for the husband to let go. There's a lot of ego involved and you know there can be a lot of jealousy everyone asks us that and of course there's been jealousy but it's it's really caused us to have a lot of conversations a lot of communication definitely do a lot of growing and um really figuring our out our feelings together it's really been a lot of good jealousy like hot jealousy yeah definitely um it wasn't always easy our first time we did have some reservations like we said we were each other's first so it was definitely a term to come with yeah so I remember how I felt afterwards um and it was a lot to take in Uh, you're with the same person for so long and you kind of know each other and like it, it was so foreign to me and I'm like how can I like, I'm such a slut. How did I do that? I'm married. I'm, it was, it was a lot. There was a lot of feelings, a lot of guilt. And I'm so glad I got over that guilt because fuck that. That's really just a stigma that a lot of us grew up with as sex being something that is super sacred and shouldn't be shared. And that's okay if, you know, that's something that, you know, you follow and believe but there are different parts of our relationship that are also sacred. Yes. There's parts of them that we are open to sharing now and fantasies and things that we've unlocked that we didn't know we wanted before. And yeah. we've been able to achieve those together. Yeah. And our sex is way different than lifestyle, you know, encounters, I would say. Like, 
definitely that that would be when we're seeking out our fantasies and stuff like that the things that we can't do on the everyday yes for sure ours is a lot more sensual you and i we have our moments where you just want to absolutely fucking destroy me um but you know i don't really get sensual with my partners my lifestyle partners but yeah i could say the same thing i don't think i've really been that intimate with another woman um in the years that we've been doing this so i have to say i was definitely nervous that night uh t kind of set everything up for us (laughs) um yeah i mean and i was definitely nervous too it was foreign ground to all of us to be completely honest yeah i'm i'm sure he was nervous too Uh, yeah but we had fun and that night we definitely took care of her it was something that was intriguing really opened her up really opened up my ideas of what sex could be in our um in the lifestyle for us and honestly it was so sexy to be pounded from behind by one guy and have another cock in my mouth oh my god that feeling is just indescribable it's something that you enjoy quite well I did really enjoy myself and you know from that point on I think we realized that I am a hot wife right babe yes definitely a hot wife I love showing you off you love being shown off and we fit perfectly into the lifestyle that way it is my favorite scenario Uh, I really enjoy two men I mean what could be what could be better in those instances and we just want to also make it a point to say no matter how fun these experiences are and these encounters in lifestyle that we've had it is definitely super important to dial it back and focus on your relationship after those times Uh, focus on just you two make sure you're always staying connected and going on dates together Aftercare is something that's real and something that's really important in every relationship, no matter what dynamic it is. If you're swingers, if you're BDSM, to make sure that your partner knows they're loved and taken care of is the first rule of anything in this lifestyle. Yes. So, with that being said, we are going to have to save more of this. I feel like we barely hit the tip of the iceberg here i guess this was just an introduction just to let you know who we are and welcome to our lifestyle the swing hearts podcast whoop whoop can't believe i'm saying that here it is (laughs) uh join us next week and we will go more in depth about some more of our hot wife experiences some more of our full swap experiences maybe who knows yeah we can get into a lot we started a few years ago so we definitely have some experience to share yes all right see you guys next time all right bye